Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 141 of the talking the line podcast on this beautiful thursday of bets thursday night football thursday also known as october 7th twenty. 21. So now you no longer have to check your calendars. Soon you will no longer have to search high and low for picks, insights, and everything in between. But before we get into all of that, please, my friends, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on hey if you are watching on youtube you might as well go ahead and hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional ttl crew content dropping but next item up on the deck before i get to that actually uh producer colt in the moment now host colt colt back in the moment talking to our friends that listen to the talk in the line podcast hey if you're listening you can uh, obviously get this all apple spotify anything you want make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well we release the audio of every live show after it is complete every single day that next item up on the docket i just mentioned if you could be so kind you can find it in your heart you got a couple extra seconds to do so Hit that like button after you get done smashing that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Hop on over in the live chat if you are watching live located over yonder. Hey, maybe hit that share button too. Send it to your brothers, sisters, uncles, friends, neighbors, grandmas, grandpas, enemies, anybody that you so please. The TTL crew and pod is for all. First time better to the Daily Degenerate. Everyone is welcome. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you do. And it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, before we get into it, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you'll locate in one convenient location the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew's social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us on episode number 141, in case you had forgotten a few uh, moments ago that I already said that, I am your humble, honored, and grateful host, Colton, Colt45, Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get you some picks for tonight's Thursday night football action, a little bit of college football, maybe some MLB, maybe some other stuff in between. You know how it goes here. You never know what rabbit hole we're going to go down. And 
the rabbit holes are key at the TTL pod here and what keeps us different from everybody else. But, my friends, everyone joining us, I have failed as a host. I have forgotten to do one of my most honored duties. I have said we. I have said us. I have said crew way too many times without acknowledging the presence of my partner and bringing him in to today's show. So, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome in him in. Welcome him in. What a mouthful there. Try saying that five times fast. Think I'm crazy. The guy that sits to my left. The man. The myth. The degenerate gambling legend and resident cheese head and south cider himself. You see it across his chest. Mr. Riley. Armags. Magnuson. Partner. How you doing over there today, pal? My man, it is as uh, great of a Thursday as could be. If you see me standing up, if you're watching on my chair, it's because I want my damn socks to be seen over my damn laptop because it is officially Socks-tober today, partner, and I am freaking juiced. My boys get off, uh, roll, off and rolling this afternoon, about 3 o'clock our time. I'm juiced. There's a few people hemming and hauling. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not listening to any of that. Yes, I am uh, full scale into the confidence booth here, and uh, we're going to shut up these, uh, you know, Astros trash can scumbags as best as we can for the rest of the league. I, it seems like the rest of the league kind of let them off the hook a little bit here, and uh, I'm not I'm not for it. You know, that just surprises the shit out of me, honestly, that yeah. you are just that confident huh. and that you you have just, huh. just are so over the moon about beating those trash can beaters, you know, uh... I just, I can't believe it. I can't believe it, Mags. Uh, You've only been talking about this moment for the last two months on and off last, the like, show. Eight last years, eight basically. years since he uh, <laughs> has been to the postseason. Cannot wait to see what his uh, White Sox can do. Uh, last time I back an opposing team, uh, back the Cardinals last night, partner, uh, as a Cubby fan. Did not work out so well. Yeah, but, sit yourself uh, on the side for this one. But uh, either way, yeah, I won't. Uh, well, maybe I've already smashed in a little <laughs> bit on your socks. Whoops. Uh, that all being said, we didn't have too bad of a night last night. No. Uh, we no. ended up, if you guys followed our props, everything we put out on the Action Network, and we tweeted it out too from uh, the TTL page. We took uh, Max Scherzer under 7.5K. Oh, yeah. That was a beauty. Absolutely uh, easy cash. No sweat there. Yes, first runs. Yes, runs in the first inning. Your fee to you degenerates out there. And I wanted it. I wanted it to go even more specific and go Cardinals, like plus 300. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, nope, I'll play it safe. Still take the plus money either team. But hey, that was a nice winner. It was a nice winner. Enjoyed that. So a couple of plus money or one plus money cash there. And then uh, Tyler O'Neill. I really thought when he was up uh, in the late innings in the ninth there. He, he was, was taking some hacks. He was going to be the one to send it over the moon. Hacks. And I thought it was going to be Cardinals 3-1. And uh, well, when they got our guy, uh, Roll Birds, Paul DeYoung in there, makes a big defensive play, comes up. I think it was comes up I think it was in the ninth, top yeah. of the ninth, right? Yeah. I was feeling uh, like And you like know, gonna... man, that is, you know, I got to get something off of my chest. Okay, okay. You know this personally. Some of you know this. Sure. I have backed Kenley fucking Jensen oh. in that spot time oh, and time yeah. and time and time again. Yeah. And he has fucked me time and time and time and time again. And then as soon as soon as I decide to back the old birdies last night, my friends, guess what happens? Closes the damn door. He closes the door. Might have the best uh, outing he's had in a very long time. And... Uh, I'm pretty pissed off about it, if you couldn't tell. But all that being said, uh-oh, yeah, that looked like a big one. Da -da -da, da -da -da. Potentially, 
eight, this just into ESPN, 18 former NBA players arrested after allegedly defrauding the league's health care plan for about $4 million. Holy what? shit, cowboy. I'm So I have to what? imagine maybe it's not the biggest names or else, you know, if there was a headliner, they would be front and center on that. Yeah, for sure. But that's but still, uh, that's, excuse me, what's going on? Uh, okay, well, that's uh, some interesting news, some interesting stuff we got going on there. We'll uh, definitely see if any developments come out on that. But hey, you didn't come here for nonsense, <laughs> for banter, for all this drama we're talking about. We didn't make official picks yesterday, but a uh, hell of a time to remind you guys we did have a decent day, so hell of a time to remind you, hey, make sure you follow us on the Action Network app as I do my producer duties here and my host duties. Um, follow us on the Action Network app at cash underscore with underscore colt for me riley at rmags in all caps and then you will be able to find the best bets of the day now it's back to business as usual it's a thursday at talking the line or if you don't have the action network app you still want to get our best bets go to talkingthelinecom and you will see them all on the wouldn't you know it today's best bets tab absolutely love it uh quick shout out to my boys at uh, sorrentino's barbershop yes sir always want to shout them out uh got a little something cooking in the uh in the background there stirring so, the pot a little bit uh, shout out to you guys uh, looking to build the uh, local community, hmm. the local group of degenerates, hmm. if you will. So stay tuned. There's for some none of those around here, is there? No, 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 none of that. None, none of, that. of that. So uh, that all being said, my friends, quickly, before we do anything, stop all the nonsense, quit all the drama, cut the banter. You could go to every other sports media outlet and get you come to the TTL pod for the Stone Cold Locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night. Now, without further ado, my friends, if you are a member of the TTL faithful, if you are just stumbling upon us for the first time and thought, holy hell, who are these two amazing looking fellas about to dish out some, uh, some hard, hardcore picks, insights, and analysis? <laughs> hardcore. Well, well, you know, we might be amazing looking fellas, but... We're a couple of doofies at the end of the day. At least I'll speak for myself. Hey, y'all, I'll let Damn. you speak for you, partner. I, I didn't really, I just didn't I'm realize a... we were in the hardcore category. Yeah, oh, hardcore. Okay, hardcore okay. picks and analysis. No okay. softcore over here. That's not what we do. <laughs> All that being said, there is one final thing we must do before we get on with today's show. It's been absolutely electric so far. Yeah, we have I'm great vibes so rocking and rolling. <laughs> one more thing we must. My friend, to you, to me. All you beautiful people out there watching today's show, drinking the black elixir of the gods, please take your sip and let's get on with the fucking thing. Oof. I've got about as solid of a mix oh, as I could shit. possibly hey. have today, dude. Hey, that motherfucker made a noise. It's so damn good over there. You think I'm crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. I get my uh I get my nice perfect oh. mix. The nice uh, as you Ooh. like to say, the witch's brew. It is hundred percent spot on today. Hey, let's go. That's my favorite type of coffee, yes, you know, sir. a little pew pew. Different type of one that we were talking about earlier this week. But hey, all right, we'll be there tomorrow. Maybe who say? Maybe who knows? Who knows? Set your reminders. Set your alarms. Hit the notification bell. We will give you all of our CFB slate and our NFL slate for the weekend on tomorrow's Pick Spectacular. But for now, time to get into Thursday slate, Thursday night football, Ram Seahawks, and we got a little college football we got a little uh houston cougs and uh the old tulane green wave we yes, also sir. have the carolina chanticleers going up the arkansas state red wolves so plenty to discuss little mlb action too without further ado 
it's time to get into the first segment of today. My friends, I hope you're ready for it. I hope you're ready to keep the good vibes rolling. I hope you're ready to do nothing but, what do we say, partner? Cash some tickets. Cash some damn tickets. So without further ado, it is now time to turn your volume way up. Open your ear holes wide and get ready to have your dome pieces penetrated with nothing but stone-cold facts and knowledge. And without further ado, for now the third official time, it is time for our Max Best Bets of the day. And as always, one final cherry. Partner, you have the floor. Alrighty, I appreciate it. So I've got two coming at you today. One is going to be, or actually they're both going to be out of the Thursday night football game. One is a player prop, the other is on a money line. I am going to the Seattle Seahawks money line plus money tonight at home against the LA Rams. Mm. I said it yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, I said this. I really like the Seahawks on a short week with the momentum after a really nice win compared to the Rams coming off of a tough division loss on a short week. Not the typical bounce back spot, like I said yesterday, where you have a full week of prep to get click your wounds, get back into the right mindset. Quick turnaround going to Seattle this time. And now the Ram or excuse me, the Seahawks in similar spots, much like this, have won nine straight, straight up Thursday night games, includes mm. two with the Rams. Mm. And that's more noteworthy than I think uh, people might be lending on. That tells me that Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson are two of the best, if not the two best, quarterback and coach on short weeks in the entire NFL. That's nine straight, straight-up wins. And there, I looked through them. All of them are pretty massive games. Rams, my Packers a couple times in there, the Cardinals, the Niners, big, big games much like this. So in Seattle... I love the Seahawks tonight. The Seahawks are second in yards per play this year. The Rams are 18th defensively in yards per play. You look at some of the other teams that the Rams have played this year. They're obviously 3-1. and one. The three teams that they beat in yards per play this year, the Bears, 29th, Colts, 24th, Bucks, 10th. They lost to the Arizona Cardinals, who are third, right there, right alongside the Seattle Seahawks. I like the Seahawks to be able to move the ball. I'm not saying the Seahawks do exactly what the Cardinals did last week to the Rams and absolutely beat them. You know, what was it, right around 34-14, something like that. I'm not right. saying it's like that. I'm seeing more of a 27-20 to 20 type win for the Seahawks here tonight. I think the Rams' defense is, you know, slightly above average at best, but I've got no issues with the Ram uh, Seahawks moving the ball. I don't want to say quite at will, but uh, pretty nearly at will here. And I like the Seahawks to uh, get it done by a touchdown here tonight. I would have to agree with you, my friend. And uh, we're actually both on the Seahawks. So I'll kind of segue on top of that. Before I do, speaking of the Bears, speaking of Chicago, shout out to our guys over at Just Another Year Chicago. Yes. Uh, you can find them at uh, official J-A-Y-C-H-I. Yeah, official J-Shy. So just another year Chicago, but J-Shy. J-A-Y-C-H-I. They uh, have a pretty damn dope show for you Bears fans. About uh, 15 minutes, half hour, kind of depends. I That was the show I was talking about. I was going on on yesterday's show. Went on there, had an absolute blast. Talked some Bears nonsense. And uh, you guys should definitely go check them out. We'll talk about them later, though. Sure. Let's get back into the picks. That being said... Um, I got a little bit of question marks here. Okay. I love the Seattle Seahawks because of one big question mark, my friend. They won last week against another NFC West opponent, the sure. San Francisco 49ers, 28-21, to in case you had missed it if you didn't watch any NFL, which I'm guessing you probably did. Sure. Either way, that all being said, they were two-and-a-half-point dogs in that game hmm. as well. And now they're two-and-a-half-point dogs again. And, man, it just... 
it just seems uh, pretty convenient that now they're at home in front of the 12th man, too, and getting two and a half points again. You know, I don't think so, Junior. Give me all of the two and a half. I am also going to sprinkle on the money line. I did not realize that uh, 9-0 and trend that my partner laid out. I, uh, I've i locked in already. I did a full unit on the Seahawks plus two and a half, and I did a half unit on the money line. Very uh, solid either way you want to play it. Mm-hmm. I just am... am I'm not banking on it, but I think potentially maybe a little goofiness could sure. happen. I always like to CYA. That's cover your ass sure. for all of you uh, non-acronym users out there. But overall, I just don't think the Rams get the job done here. Like I said time and time again, I think that they start 0-2 and the Seahawks start 2-0, and and then it completely flips the sure. script. I mean, if we go back to Lucas Oil Stadium against the Colts, the Rams were four-point favorites, and they only won by three. So I could see something very weird happening like that for both of our sakes, partner. I also do believe that they just get the outright win. We don't have to worry about that. And I already mentioned a big reason as to why I think that, the 12th man. Being at home here, it's absolutely ridiculous yeah. for the Seahawks. And on Thursday night, with that Carroll and Wilson trend, give me all of that. But hey, you thought I brought a knife to a gunfight? Hmm. No, no, no. The trend master oh, okay, is okay. always Go live ahead. in prime Go time. Ahead. I got five for you. Seattle, four, ooh, actually six. Seattle, 14-8 and eight, ATS as a home dog under Pete Carroll. 12-10 and 10 straight up since 2010, same as under Pete Carroll. Uh as a home dog. That is the fourth best win rate in the NFL. That is nasty at 12, even 12 and 10. So you yep. see how hard a lot of teams do not take care of business as a home dog. Seattle, 36, 31 and 2 ATS, their last, uh, however many that is, uh, no quick math, NFC West. 69, games. my friend. That Come is, on. Sorry. Oh, it is 69. Ain't it? How about that? Uh, the <laughs> NFC West games under Pete Carroll. Seattle, 8, 1 and 2 ATS, last 11 Thursday games. Uh, Seattle 12-4 and or 12 and 4 ATS last 16 as an underdog overall and the Rams 2 and 5 ATS last 7 in week 5. Give me all of the plus 2 and a half but uh, I will also take all of the money line as well if you're feeling a little risky with us. Get wild, smash in the money line. Yes sir. That all being said, there goes uh the crew play if you will and my partner's first best bet of the day. Now, if I do remember you mentioned something about a prop, sir. Mm. How about you go ahead and give it to him? All righty. So, uh, you know, we uh, this is not the same play that we both have, but it might be a similar man that we both are going to talk about here. I am going to a touchdown prop. Mm-hmm. Mr. Daryl Henderson is going to find the end zone tonight, and the reason I believe that is, A, when he has been healthy, fully healthy, he has played 90-plus percent of uh, of the Rams' snaps. I mentioned when healthy, he was hurt in Week 2, uh, was very productive up until that point. He did play about 65% of the game and then got hurt, then he was out Week 3. Weeks 1 and 4, though, he did play 90-plus percent of snaps, so I love to see that. But he's also got multiple ways to get in the end zone through those three games, uh, even one of which, he, like I said, he was hurt in the middle of it. Four total touchdowns. I believe it is two rushing, two receiving. So, like I said, multiple ways to get into the end zone. Mm-hmm. And there's multiple different game scripts that he could still find the end zone and be productive for this Rams team. We saw it last week when they had to pass their way to get back into things. He had six targets last week. And not to mention, they just keep using him on the ground, whether it's you know uh, to control the game if they're winning or throughout the game, just as part of their game plan. He has been a big factor for this Rams team, a little more than I had anticipated. They are not really uh, paying much attention to 
at much attention to Sony Michelle out there. So I really like him to get in the end zone. I have no fears of any vultures. He is a solid goal line back. So I, I kind of envision a, uh, you know, a nice little goal line run here. Um, if, uh, if they get that, uh, first down touchdown and score insurance, like we had last week, this would probably be my play on that one, but, uh, I'm happy to take him straight up. It is minus 110 that I found it. I believe on maybe FanDuel, it might be around minus 115. I like it up until about minus 120, 125. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling pretty damn good about, uh, Henderson to get into the end zone and find some pay dirt well look at you dishing out a little extra hey here's what i like it too here's why i'm sweating it look at this guy giving out me. not the cut of the mill analysis you're never going to find it here at the dtl pod and partner i do believe that uh he gets in the end zone here as well i uh make a little sprinkle on that after we get off the show as well so i got another little touchdown prop i'm going to talk about at the end of my props but Partner, anything else you need to uh, lay down there in the way of your best bets for tonight? White Sox by a million this afternoon. Okay. You heard it here first. Take them on the money line. <laughs> Five home runs, Luis Robert, 20 strikeouts, okay. Lance Lynn, perfect game. That's okay. what I'm calling. I'm sure we will talk about that <laughs> later, but there you go. You heard it here first. All of our mags best bets of the day. Let's keep this uh, proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks with the second segment of the day, my friends. I got a boatload coming at you. I got what we call in the industry, well, what some of us call in the industry, fucking action tonight, boys and girls. (laughs) So let's get into my best bets of the day. So without further ado, we've already talked about, uh, got the Seahawks plus two and a half uh, Seahawks money line as well. Uh, We also are making a little bit of a play on the total. A couple of key reasons why I like this pick. Let me tell you about it. Uh, Going to uh, the the game total is set at 54 and a half. I wrote 54.4 here on my notes. Uh, 54 and it's set at 54 and a half. You know, get fat fingered. Uh, 54 and a half again for the third time. I think that is just a little bit too high. And uh, I think that the primetime overtrend is just about at the end of its rope. And yep. we're start going to start to see some uh, under sneak in here. Uh, we obviously saw Monday night come way under. That was uh, expected to be an air show. Uh, did not end up being. It was all three unders this past week, right? All three unders, yep. yes, sir. And uh, I do believe they're going to hype this one up again as an air show. And I don't believe we're going to see that air show. Uh, it might be fun from time to time. There'll be explosive plays. There'll still be some damn good other looks that we'll sure. see maybe some trickeration between mm-hmm. these two teams who knows it's going to be a good game i'm just not saying we're going to see 40 to 40 like they might be predicting right here, my friends no way no how if it was around 51 to 50 i would think about it that's yeah. a pretty key number for yeah. overs but i do believe they have just set this too damn high and they've set it that high for the public to run to that number yeah. and say oh, oh my gosh it's so hey they got to go over this and you know i dug in a little bit between these two teams and i said hmm you look back, and you have to actually go um, to find a total that was set um, at above 50 between these two teams. you got to go back to November 5th of 2020, mm. and then before that, to find a total over 50, over 50, you have to go back to November 11th of 2018. These teams play each other twice a year. Um Totals are usually right around 49, 47. I believe the books are spot on. It's going to finish right around 48, maybe 51. Somewhere in that ballpark is what I'm seeing it. But I absolutely love it as uh, kind of what we're going to talk about more in uh, my next prop, the game script, and kind of what we think is going to happen here tonight. But once again, 
You thought I don't have any trends to lay out? Are you absolutely kidding me? Let's do it. Under 4-1 and one in the Rams' last five following a double-digit straight-up loss at home. It's also 9-3 and three in their last 12 following an ATS loss. The under is 7-1 and one in the Rams' last eight October games. Halloween coming up right around the corner. Ooh. Where is 2021 going? Ooh. The under is 10-4 and four in the Rams' last 14 as a road favorite. It is also 5-2 and two in their last seven games versus the NFC West. In October, the Seattle Seahawks are 5-1 and one in their last six games in that month. 5-2 and two in their last seven Thursday games. You know I'm a day of the week homer when it comes to my trends. Under 4-1 and one in Seattle's last five home games and 10-3 and three in their last 13 games overall. I absolutely love the under here. I think everybody is going to be running to that over and expecting the air show. And I'm going to go contrarian. You know, my I mean, I might as well change my fucking name to Zags. Uh, middle name to Zags. You're Mags. I'm Zags at this point. Everybody's zigging. Colt, Colt, Zags, Soroka. Everybody zigs. I'm fucking Zags. So I'm taking the under 54 and a half. Two and a half star play just because of that stupid primetime over trend. But for me, smashing the under 54 and a half. I like it, my man. I'll be back in with backing you on this one. I like I uh, already said. I do predict this uh, 27-20. I do think the winner of this game, if maybe I, if we're wrong, which I, we don't believe about the winner of this game, I Ain't still, no regardless, I see the winner of this game putting up 27 points. Uh, keeping this one under is kind of the point that I'm trying to make here. What up, Rome? Appreciate you turning on the notifications. Nice. Appreciate you. Never miss anything. Hey, make sure you pop in. Uh, free plug, as always, pop into Wise Words. Yes, sir. Get you some knowledge, nonsense, insights, analysis, everything in between you ain't going to find anywhere else. Right. It's a chance for some of the biggest names in our industry to kind of unbutton a little bit, chill out with the crew, and uh, give you some of their insights that uh, they've built up through their time in the industry mm -hmm. all right let's keep it rocking keep it rolling now i told you guys and i've been ho holding out on you so far i got a prop you mentioned partner that it I is did. uh from the same fella same guy huh the old same fella daryl henderson now i'm going to his not rushing but receiving yardage total nice. and i'm going over 20 and a half okay let me tell you why pull up FanDuel. free plug I always love using FanDuel. You know me. You guys know me. I'm scrolling through it. And I'm like, hmm, actually, the running backs might be really interesting. I could see the short game being really, really important in this game. Sure. A lot of dump-offs, a, a lot of lockdown coverage on, on DK, on Lockett, opposing side with Cooks, with Cup. They know the game plan. I think the short game and those short slants and definitely the running backs going to be important. Why are the running backs not listed on the receiving yards? Are they on there now? Um, I still just see uh, Daryl Henderson here. So is Daryl Henderson's on there now? Yep. Mm -hmm. What is, what's he on? Nineteen and a half on Fandle here. All right, I absolutely love that. Let's go. Um, so he was not available on Fandle this morning. Mm, okay, I see what you said. I was very interested. Uh, yeah, so he was never on there. He gotcha. was not. He was not available. So okay. I was like, uh, what the hell is this? So I switch on over to DraftKings. Uh free plug and more of the story do your line shopping yep. do your research so i look i check it out and he's on there and i see it at a total that i absolutely love running backs i love playing running backs at 20 and a half mm -hmm. i don't know why but it just it just sends alarms off on my head it's like 
That's that's like because it's a little higher than yeah. like the standard like a couple yeah, of just like, like cheap 13, dump offs or 15, something. Yeah, it's like that's that's almost perfect. And now it's nineteen and a half. And on I, both of them, it is nineteen and a half. So it's lost a number. So it's already lost a number. Okay, mm -hmm. so hey, I take it at nineteen and a half too. I think it's valuable as all hell. I think that is going in the complete wrong direction. I think why too is I found a historical trend is that uh, Mr. Daryl Henderson only has five receiving yards against the Seahawks in his career. However. He wasn't utilized worth no. a hot shit in no. those games. It was Malcolm Brown's job and Cam Akers' job. Sure. It was not his deal. He came in on third downs every once in a while. He was not a receiving down back. You mentioned it. He's fully healthy. He's rocking and rolling. Sony Michelle is not the receiving down back. Daryl Henderson is, and I absolutely love it. Now, you don't uh, agree with me on all of that. Let me tell you some things that he's done so far this year. He's gone over the 20 and a half in two out of his three appearances so far, and uh, obviously talked about the week that he missed. My partner did, but let me key in on something. In week four, just last week, he had five for 27. Week two, he had three for 29, so he's getting plenty of uh, depth there. And then week one, he had one catch, but it was for 17 yards, hmm. partner. So he's right on the mark. I think he is going to be extremely valuable for the Rams in that short passing game in the back and in, in just a quick little out real wheel routes. I think he is going to be very, very, very valuable for the Rams offense today. I think the reason also too, this is kind of coming to my head, why that's dropping down that one point is because there is so much probably money coming in on Cooper Cup to go sure. over, Robert Woods, Lockett to go over, everything like that, and nobody's paying attention to those, in, or maybe maybe somebody's smashing the under for no reason at all because they think all the receivers are going to get fed. Because I don't think the public realizes how they're using Henderson quite yet. No, they don't. and uh, Because I was even surprised to see, I knew they were using him, I was surprised to see 90-plus percent usage. Yeah, he's, he's a whole new type of back, and we know that when Stafford gets in those situations, uh -huh. he likes to turn right or left. Left, see where his check down is and Henderson can rip a couple off I think he does I think he gets a couple for first downs maybe a couple that are 10 yard gains for first down and then a couple I think he gets four or five tonight and I think we see uh, him maybe even potentially break 30 for the first time I think he's very dominant and I am smashing the hell out of it I got it at 20 and a half I I really don't mind that at all I think it goes over that but hey over 19 and a half for Daryl Henderson receiving yards. Yeah, keep an eye out on line shopping if you're seeing this later in the day. As of right now, the better price, the number was the same, but the better price is on FanDuel. DraftKings is minus 120, FanDuel minus 110 for the over. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. Also, yeah, that Chargers game was insane. Uh, that, that one, <laughs> we... Uh, we get spot on sometimes. It is a little. That's wild. what I was saying. I uh, I didn't have I. That was my first, not even bad college football week, but I I lost, lost maybe a unit. But the ones that I did write, I was like, wow, I I like nailed those spot on. Obviously, I had a couple whiffs, but the three yeah. that I hit, I was like, wow, that was exactly what I said. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, what's the, yeah, Kermit Stepson line over two and a half. Yeah. 170. So yeah, I think that's, that. yeah, that's valuable as all health. Thank yeah. you for pulling yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, nice. I hadn't looked Appreciate into that. that. So that actually plays perfect yeah. into that line. I Definitely. think they're dropping that down just because of the historical trend. I mean, it's pretty easy for anybody to type in stat muse, Daryl Henderson versus Seahawks and see five receiving yeah. yards in four games. Say, yeah. Oh fuck. Under, 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 under. Yeah. 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 He wasn't used the same way in the no. previous four games. So I think he's going to surprise the shit out of a lot of people, but call me crazy now. Feel free to call me later, I ain't bitch. You crazy you at know all. That, oh, well, hey, I appreciate I like it. it. I don't know. Hey, maybe none of you are calling me crazy. Maybe somebody at some point out there that watches it. Maybe none of you live. Appreciate the hell out of you. <laughs> all right. There's NFL. There's everything. We'll recap that here in a minute. But would I be Colton Zags 
Cap'n Colt, Colt 45 Stroker. If I didn't dive into some fucking CFB action. I don't think so. No, I would not. I don't think so. No, I would not. So that's damn right. I'm looking at both games today. And you know, friends, you know me. If you follow my bets, if you tell me, I love me a good pup. I love me a good pooch that is extremely undervalued and that is going to probably win that game outright, but sure. I'll still take the sure. points. Okay. However, that's kind of how my uh, weekend card has been built so far. But to start off this Thursday evening, I like both of the dogs, or the both of the uh, favorites. I apologize. was on the dog trend. I love both of the favorites. First one we're going to, we're going to the Houston Cougars versus the Tulane Green Wave. So a lot of people are that I actually respect. I make this a two-star play because there's a lot of people that I respect that enjoy Tulane. But when there's usually a list of people that are backing a team like that, right around a key number of six or five, I do believe that this bad boy is going to be on the side of the Cougars because nobody seems to be siding with them. So once again, everybody zigs Isaac. Very interesting. Opened up at five and a half, moved up to six, dropped back down to five and a half uh, midweek here, and now it's up to six and a half, my friend. So I absolutely love it. I'm comfortable with it around six and a half. I think they get it done by a touchdown, if not more. I don't want to get too cocky, so be careful. Do your line shopping. You can still find it minus five and a half on FanDuel. I absolutely love it there. You know, always trying to give you that value, my friend. Most definitely. But why do I say that? Everybody's banking on this hot start from Tulane, or the books are banking on everybody to remember that from Tulane. Oh, they uh, gave Oklahoma a run for their money to open up the season. And, you know, great, awesome. I think that the uh, fairy tale is over, my friends, because since then they've gone 0-3 straight up and they're 0-3 ATS in their last three games overall. They got stomped by ECU. And let me tell you, the Houston Cougars are no ECU Pirates. They got stomped by them last week, 52-29. to Then UAB, who my partner and I were both banking on, didn't show up. They got stomped by UAB, 28-21. to They put up garbage time points. It wasn't even that close of a game. And they got beat to Ole Miss 61 to 21. I would not be comfortable taking Tulane, my friends, if they were getting two touchdowns. I don't care right. to back them at all. I Like I said, I think that the love story, the party is over, my friends. That all being said, after a slow start to Texas Tech, and I think that's what the books are banking on people to remember, oh, Houston's not Houston. Toon has turned it on, my friends, and they have gone 4-0 straight up and 3-1 ATS over their last four overall. Up. I believe they absolutely let loose against Tulane tonight. We saw them let loose against uh, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Now we get a green wave, just change the T's to Tulane. They're just going through tropical storms, absolutely destroying them. They don't give a damn, but you don't believe me on all of that. One key thing I absolutely don't give love a damn here. about your storms. <laughs> you don't give a damn about my storms. <laughs> One thing that I am really keying on here is that the Houston defense is going to be way too powerful for Tulane. It is the pretty much the most aggressive defense that they have seen outside of Oklahoma. They are fourth in the nation right now with 255 of to 255 yards of total offense allowed, and they are sixth in the nation against the pass, 144 yards on average allowed per game. I think they absolutely dominate Tulane in that category. But why I think that the most is because I think they're able to get on the board maybe a touchdown early, and they're able to control the pace of the game. I'll get into the tempo here in just a second. But I also uh, think that um, 
Tulane's going to try and, and depend on that run. They hang their hats on the run, but I don't think it's going to matter at all against the Cougars because the Cougars are only allowing 3.1 yards per rush and not to mention across the board only four and a half yards per play. So I absolutely love that. As far as the Tulane defense, they're allowing 40.2 points per game compared to Houston only allowing 15 points per game. And I mentioned once Houston gets up, they're going to control time of possession. They're going to control the clock. They are 78th in the nation in tempo compared to Tulane, 49th in the nation. Tulane is 49th because they have that high-flying, aggressive attack right. that is not going to happen against this defense tonight. It, it didn't happen for Tulsa last week. Right. And it's the same de- – or like kind of the same offense, but it's still – they really rely on that pass, and I just don't think it's going to happen whatsoever. All of that being said, you know I still got my trends, boys and girls. Tulane, 1-4 ATS last five versus a team with a winning record. 1-4 ATS last five after allowing 450-plus total yards in their previous game. They continue to go on a skid. They've proven it time and time again. Houston, 4-1 ATS last five versus a team with a losing record. They go in and handle business no matter where it's at. 11-3 ATS to prove that point. Uh, last 14 versus a team with a losing home record. Houston's also 5-2 ATS their last Last seven on the road overall, 13 and four ATS, last 17 meetings with the Green Wave, and uh oh, six and two ATS, last eight in New Orleans. Okay. That's right, Tulane located in New Orleans. Mm. So, me, my friends, Tulane's going to give up a shitload of points tonight. Houston's going to ball out in that. Uh, category. Toon is only going to continue to improve. That is uh, the Houston Cougars quarterback. And, uh, I'm not betting against the mullet at uh, at Houston, my friend. So I will be laying the six. I like the chalk. You said it bumped up a little bit on FanDuel. Where are we at? They are both at six and a half on DraftKings six and FanDuel. Six and a half now. So, hey, I'm comfortable with it. That's going to be a little bit sweaty. I think they get it done by a touchdown, but I like the six just in case. If it drops back down, smash, 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 smash. But I don't think it's going to drop back down now. It did too much moving. So, first college, football better than night. Houston Cougars, minus six. I like it, my man. Now, I do. I'll be back in you. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate the hell out of you. Let's keep it going. Oh, for sure. Keep it grooving. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> on the uh, on the next one, the next favorites, uh, I won't spend as much time on these because this one is uh, pretty cut and dry, my friends. Uh, this is the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers mm-hmm. uh, taking them minus 19. I am comfortable with them at minus 19 and a half where it's moved up to on most books against the Arkansas State Red Wolves. I do believe this would be much higher um, I think the book set this here. I think this should be about 27 and a half. Okay. I project this as okay. I would be comfortable taking it there. And I think this line was set so low early in the week because Grayson McCall was looking like he was not going to start. That is their okay. starting quarterback. Yesterday, he gets announced that he is the starter. They waited until the last possible moment. It's actually in the afternoon. What are the books going to do? Fucking ratchet it up a whole touchdown? What do you think is going to happen at that point? So they're trying to control everything they can. You look right now, money and bets, it looks like a public bet. With the Shants, you don't have to worry about that. They cancel that trend out time and time again. They're such a damn dominant team, and I honestly believe that their offense or their defense is being extremely undervalued against Arkansas State. And on the flip side of that, Arkansas State's offense is being extremely overvalued uh, against them. 
Arkansas State, I don't believe that they are going to score more than two touchdowns today. I just, I don't see it at all. The shots are allowing right at 14 points per game on defense. So that is actually really dominant. And then you look, as far as Arkansas State's defense, they're allowing 45.6 points per game. So I think the shots put up at least 42 points today. And 42 to 14 sure seems to cover minus 19, if you ask Mm -hmm. me. So I'm pretty doggone confident with that. Um, Arkansas uh, State's offense has not faced a defense like Coastal Carolina's yet. I mean, that is point blank period. Uh, The Shants are allowing 4.7 yards per play, 3.9 yards per rush, and only 131 pass yards per game, something Arkansas State has been trying to rely on. The pass rush, uh, you know, I absolutely love it here for Coastal Carolina. I think it gets to James Blackman, Arkansas State's quarterback, uh, time and time and time again here today, and it makes them uh, become very, very predictable in the passing game. And... Georgia Southern absolutely whooped the pickles off of Arkansas State huh. last week, uh, 59 to 33. And the Chanticleers are a definite step up in competition from the Eagles over there at Georgia Southern. So give me all of the Shants, but some final key trends. You know me. The Chanticleers 10 3 2 ATS over their last 15 games overall. 6 0 ATS, their last six games in the month of October. 7 1 1 ATS, their last nine games in the Fun Belt. That is their conference, the Sun Belt, if you are not familiar. Coastal Carolina 10 3 1 ATS, last 14 following a straight up win, and 7 2 1, their last 10 following an ATS win. Arkansas State. 2-5 ATS, last seven Fun Belt games, and 1-5 ATS, their last six after allowing 40-plus points in the previous game. Okay. I believe the Red Wolves continue to skid, the Shants continue to pump, and if the pump. Shants make this game even three touchdowns close, there'll be questions about whether or not they should be the champions of the Sun Belt. Okay. This is okay. a severely different matchup. The Shawns need to come in, lay the wood. Grayson McCall is going to be doing it. The defense is going to be ratcheted up. Give me the Shawns minus 19. Minus All right. 19 and a half. Do your line shopping. I may or may not be convinced. Hot damn. I think I'm I there used with to be, them. I used to be in sales. Oh, okay. So, you know. Oh, also, Coastal Carolina won 55 to 23 last year. Pretty much same exact fucking teams. Same exact teams. Okay. So it's 32 for those keeping score at home. Yes, sir. You better believe it. Not too shabby. That definitely covers the 19 and sure a half. Does. Why I said I would be all sure right does. with it about 27 and okay. a half. So there you go, my friends. I mean, but yeah, to continue that conversation, I get really the only thing that would have me concerned is the, the massive money on it. But like you said, I, Ooh, minus 10 and a half. Um, shit. Sorry. Yeah. I, uh, I got to flip back and swing between YouTube and our uh, software. Um, 10 and a half. I, you know, I honestly think so. I didn't look too deep into it, how they've been in the first half. I know they've had a couple of, like, goofy-ass, like, against Buffalo. But that, yeah, Buffalo really ain't that fucking Buffalo team anymore. Right. And, and they had, like, that goofy return, like, a um, the, the guy was on the ground, but he wasn't on the ground. He spun out of four tackles and fucking 80-yard touchdown. Yeah. Like what? So, eh, I don't know. A lot of people like to play that. But I think in the shots, um, just with the shots being what I've seen so far this year, might be a little goofy in the first half, and then they come out and they absolutely lay the hammer down. But honestly, too, wouldn't mind a half unit on the 10.5. It's probably still pretty fucking valuable. Yeah. I, I think they so. come out and absolutely lay the wood on sure. the Red Wolves. But who the hell am I? I don't know. That was my uh, howl with the Red Wolves and, and everything oh. all together. So there you go. <laughs> I love when I uh, I embarrass the shit out of you over here as your as your wonderful co-host, my friend. Let me keep this uh, 
proverbial podcast. I thought you were doing some Michael Jackson stuff. Let me keep this proverbial <laughs> podcast boat. Not wolves. Oh! <laughs> Let me keep this proverbial podcast boat gently steaming. Not steaming. Gently <laughs> rowing. Traveling down the stream. We're moving on. That does it. All my my second segment of the day. There you go. All my best bets. All right, my friends. Now, you know what's coming next. Maybe you don't. I have no idea. Either way, if you're a member of TTL Faithful, you do. Maybe maybe you're not. Either way, if you missed any of the picks, you missed any of the analysis, don't worry. Don't fret. You don't have to go all the way back through everything. I'm about to put them up on your screen for the first time live in prime time on this once again so you don't have to check your calendar run away leave the show october 7th 2021 exactly two months away from my birthday exactly two days away from my partner's birthday how about that can you believe it all that being said please before we do anything rip out those sports books open those eyes wide if you're watching if you're listening open those ear holes wide again and get ready to smash in the TTL Cruise best bets of the day for this beautiful Thursday Night Football Thursday, October 7, 2021, Day of Bets. Shabang, shablow, shaboom. There they are. We're here. We're ready to rock and roll. Now, you see, I got the aforementioned fucking action going on over here. Now, my partner, just above us, two picks. We'll start with his. Nice and easy. Seattle Seahawks money line. He's confident enough. He doesn't even want the two and a half. He's going right to Pete Carroll. Danger Russ. And Danger Russ, 9-0 on Thursday Night Football. He's also taken Daryl Henderson to get in the end zone anytime touchdown score. Believes he has plenty of options to do it either through the air or with his feet. If you turn your attention to the opposite side of your screen, my best bets. Now, I am just... Playing it a little safe. No chickeration going on with me in the NFC West. I will not be fooled. I'll take the two and a half too, but I'm also sprinkling a little bit on the Seahawks money line. I'm pretty confident there. Taking also in the game under 54 and a half. I too am going to Daryl Henderson, but I'm going to his receiving yards total going over 20 and a half or 19 and a half, wherever you're finding it on your book. And then my two college plays of the day i'm taking the houston cougars minus six okay with minus six and a half see if you can find it at six do your line shopping and the coastal carolina chanticleers minus 19 up to minus 20 i don't give a damn i take it at minus 27 and a half go (laughs) shants lock them in hammer them home sprinkle a little bit of dough down whatever you need to say just make sure you get today's ttl crew best bets of the day and at whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book all right my friend holy holy guacamole there we are there you have it everything is ready to rock and roll couple of uh things looks like we do need to uh talk about okay yeah got a little something something all right i love it oh okay let's see what's going on here interesting huh yeah yeah plenty of interesting (laughs) stuff but before we do that i did not want to skip the most important part pardon Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 141 of the TTL pod on this B-E-A. Beautiful. October 7th, 2021. All right, so nothing crazy. First, before we do the other part of it, Seahawks lead this series with the Rams 25-22, so pretty tight there. I believe, I can't remember which one came in late to the division, but they obviously haven't been in the same division for 
all too long, but Mm 25-22. Aside from that, I was hoping to have a nice little chat about the two baseball games that we've got on tap today. Mm -hmm. Obviously, my White Sox and Astros, but also, I believe... As long as I'm not mistaken, it is Red Sox Rays for the evening game, if I am correct. And yeah. I do believe I am correct. Yes, it is. So, mm-hmm. White Sox Astros, 3 o'clock Central Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Tony Tony LaRussa, Dusty Baker. Mm-hmm. I've got to be honest, that, that might be mm-hmm. a record for the oldest uh, combination of GMs or uh, skippers. Skippers, yeah. Going, Possibly. Uh, going in uh, the postseason. Possibly. Again. That might be worth looking into. It is worth worth looking into. What I did look into is that uh, contrary to what you may believe, Mr. Dusty Baker is not exactly the most successful playoff manager. Hell no, he's not. He was a fucking playoff manager of my Cubs for a uh, while. Yeah, I... I experienced firsthand, but please lay down. Sure. So, I mean, it's a, it's a losing record, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Obviously, as a Cubs fan, you uh, were not... Uh, you are not privy to that uh, curveball to what many believe uh, because Dusty Baker has obviously been in the game a while. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling better about the guy who has the bona fide uh, playoff success in multiple World Series. So, who's that? Me, uh, Mr. Tony TLR, Tony LaRussa oh, here. Oh, you don't say. But, I mean, I, I am curious to see as far as the oldest manager combination because Dusty's 72. Yeah, that is uh, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> that might be uh, a little something, something to look up. We'll uh, we'll look into. We'll check. Tony maybe is seventy seven, so fuck one hundred forty nine. Well, uh, see see if you can find uh, oldest manager combos. That's uh, that's a hell of a re- uh, record to go. Or, but you've got a little uh, action on my bet. socks today. But yeah, I was about to go into that. Um, best bet of the night. I got action on fucking action. I wish we uh, would have done this a little bit earlier. I actually got some. Uh, some fucking Shriners Invitational action, too. Yeah. I got some top 10s. I got them on my action app. I got some top 10s, top 20s, top 30s. I'm ooh, I'm feeling fucking good. Just a little sprinkles, a little sprinkles. I ain't going nothing crazy, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, as far as Sox throws, uh, love Lance Lynn. First five, man. Uh, he's a fucking dog and a half. I think he comes out, makes trash can beaters look a little silly uh, to open the things up here. I got him first five uh, plus a half on the run line, minus 130. Uh, I got it minus 125, uh, 127, somewhere right around in that ballpark. Last I looked, it was at minus 130. I love that value, uh, minus 130. That was pretty much solid cash throughout the course of uh, the entire MLB season, if I do say so myself, and uh, cashed last night right around similar odds and cashed again um, with the Red Sox um, on, what, what was it, Tuesday? Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. No. Yeah, it would have been Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Thursday. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, you know, th- days just kind of <laughs> blend together anymore. Uh, Tuesday, yeah. So, love that value. Also, put a little half unit on their money line as well. I think they roll into Houston, shock the world to get things kicked off, uh, especially behind Lance Lynn. Lance McCullers, you know, young guy, even though he looks like he's 102. Uh, he, I think that uh, <laughs> he hasn't had much playoff experience. So, no. I, I think he's going to get knocked around a little bit here about uh, some of the veteran guys on that Sox lineup. So, that's what I'm banking on here to start things off. I'm sure that's fucking music to your ears, John. But either way, I think the Soxers have a uh, little, little Southsiders, got a little something going on here. And uh, I think they at least get past the Strohs. I think they do. Okay. But uh, don't quote me on it. Don't. Uh, I think it's going to be a hell of a fucking series. Right. I also think. I don't have a play on the Rays, uh, Sox, Red Sox. I looked into that. Um, that is just that series has been even more bananas than the Yankees and the Red yeah. Sox. And I think I'm the, gonna yeah. 
I'm going to seat myself outside of that one with the success we've had the last couple of days. I'm going to play my White Sox stuff, and then I'll probably, obviously, I'm going to watch that game. Maybe I'll have something by yeah. game time that I like, maybe Just some random. But the, the price for playoff baseball, I mean, that, that fuck that. I'm, yeah. I'm not paying that price yeah. on either side. And what, uh, what Eduardo Rodriguez has been, I don't know. Especially on the road, I don't know. Yeah, so that, and I mean, gonna, I mean, the one thing it. to say about the Rays is, I mean, everyone thinks that they, you know, the Red Sox are the big name. They've got the names on their team. That's been the Rays' mo for the last thirteen years. Just, right. I mean, they did it in the regular season. They do it constantly in the regular season, and when you least expect it, they're a hundred win team, and then they roll through the playoffs, and you're uh, sitting there crying, wondering how, uh, you know, Shane McClanahan and uh, Kevin Kiermeyer just kicked your team's ass. So it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> I'm not betting do, against man. them. I don't think, Kevin, uh, especially what not Kevin tonight. Cash has done with the Rays over yeah, the man. course of the last five, six, seven years. I mean, just absolutely ridiculous. However long he's been there, but holy freaking cow yeah i uh, yeah i don't know what the hell's gonna go on so yeah minus series. 150 yeah i don't know man i don't know price don't is know. weird price is weird so okay. i might stay away from that one who knows uh might throw together a little same game parlay for uh i definitely will for my socks i got to yeah if you get if you get something cooked up i might ride with you you typically tend to cash those bad boys out because you're on them like a fucking hawk I so am. i might ride with you um as long as i don't get uh, too homer you know yeah might uh yeah i'll call you on the carpet <laughs> if you do okay fair uh enough. i might uh <laughs> I might do a little something-something for Thursday Night Football. Oh, fuck, I didn't tell you about the prop. Hey, perfect. Tech. Hey, isn't this great we do TTL after hours hey. so we can remember all these rabbit holes? Um, I started looking last night, trying to find some shit. And honestly, I just really don't like the receiver props. I don't like no. the QBs. Who the fuck's getting in the end zone? And I'm like, all right, we got the Seahawks winning. Who's getting a dog on end zone? I'm going back and forth. Shit, Gerald Everett. Like, why are these lines just mm, hopping yeah, out at me? This is fucking hopping out at me. And like, all right, plus 260. Uh, that's okay. Why is it plus 260? Like, that seems like too good to be true. He hasn't gotten the end zone yet. It just, it just, it seems weird. And then you look at it and oh, he's still on COVID protocols, but he might clear today. And wouldn't you know that this is a Gerald Everett revenge game? Oh. Question mark. Oh, um, he gets cut loose from the Rams, goes to another NFC West team, the Sea Squawks, playing them on Thursday Night Football in front of the 12th man. Russell Wilson loves tight ends in the red zone. Give me a little sprinkle on two-plus touchdowns for Gerald Everett is uh, what I'm saying. Five, ten bucks, nothing crazy, nothing wild. It's at plus 2,700. <laughs> it was at plus 3,200 last night, my friend. So it has ticked down. It's done a little moving. I'm fucking interested in it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to make sure he gets announced off of COVID protocols. It might be until game time that that goes through. Then again, it might not because he like has to have a affirmative positive yeah. or, or a negative test, whatever the hell it is. Oh, stupid uncle COVID. Um, he does that and he's fully in. Yeah, it's definitely worth a sprinkle. I'm interested I in it, my man. I, Cause I like you, I was looking at those receiver props, at least for the Seahawks, especially DK, Tyler Lockett, I was starting to think over. Then you look back at previous history against Rams, and it's like, ah, they're not super consistent. Ram, you know, Jalen Ramsey, obviously, Rams defense limits those deep plays sometimes for them. And then I could still, I, like, I could see it both ways so many times. Yeah. And then much like this past Monday with the Chargers, they kind of find those tight ends. You're that, like, when you're like, okay, I don't really see it for these receivers. I don't necessarily want to go under. Oh, the reason why is because of these damn tight ends, and right. I think we might have it tonight. I think you're onto something. I think that might be where it is. Uh, Robert Woods, interesting as all hell, too, if yeah. I do say so myself. Um, I was looking at him just a little bit, and I saw him at 
58 and a half, I do think it was. And he averages about 75 and a half um, against the Rams or yeah. against the Seahawks. I'm sorry. So that's a little bit interesting. I'm kind of thinking about maybe a little half unit on that one. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do there. Um, has it moved at all? Is it still around the same ball? Which one you're talking about? I apologize. Um, the uh, Robert Woods reception. Receptions, receiving yards. Receiving, oh, yards. receiving yards. Yeah. Uh, 58 and a half. So it's staying right around the same. Just with how he's been used this year, I don't know. It's just very interesting that he averages about 75 yards a game against the Seahawks, regardless of where it's at. So yeah. I don't know. I think we got the value that you need to be playing. But yeah, might see it on an SGP. Yeah, the one I'm uh, I'm not playing at all. I'm trying to dissect what it means. Cooper Cup over under six and a half receptions. The way he's playing, that almost seems a little too easy. But the price is minus 148 for the over. Really? So they're kind of making you pay that premium. So I'm not. That kind of makes me think maybe that is the play. Under is plus one sixteen. Okay. Uh, the way he's playing, I don't really want to back that under. But yep. uh, you know, I think that's probably just a stay away. He because yeah. he's been he's been balling out. That combination is ridiculous for sure. I would have to agree with you. Now I think the golf markets are closed. I just looked over here. I got a couple golf bets I wanted to ah. toss out at you guys, but I believe they are closed right now. Um, since it's, I think it was 840. I think you could probably at least lay down the players and maybe they're worth, uh, you know, whether yeah. it's today or tomorrow. Yeah, the definitely. Weekend. If, cause I don't know if you can get any like, um, finishing positions. What we got? One of your guys is playing well so far, my man. All right. So, um, if you listen to Wise Words, episode number five, free plug, go check that out. Our guy, Cam Rogers, PGA analyst, golf analyst of all levels, national betting golf analyst, yeah. everything in between. He's a fucking genius. Uh, he graduated a year uh, before we did. He's yep. been in the industry a long time. Had a blast Maryland talking Terp. with him. Maryland Terp, he sure is. Um, I took Webb Simpson, top 10. Is that my boy? Uh, I don't, I'm don't. i looking okay. for him right now. That's right, not Webb, who I so mentioned. He might not have teed off yet. Yeah. Uh, Webb Simpson, top 10. Sung J M top ten, and Louis Ustazen top ten. Ah, Louis is uh, tied for eleventh, two under through six. Oh, okay. that's not who I was talking about, though. Okay, who are you talking about? Uh, did you place Aaron Wise? So I took Aaron Wise, top thirty plus one ninety, top twenty plus three ten, and a sprinkle on plus. On top 10 at plus 900. Oh, I mean, it is only Thursday, but he is tied for fourth at two under as well. Uh, oh, so Louis actually jumped into the top tied for fourth as well. So Louis. Aaron Wise, it's a crowded list. It's a crowded list. Not a lot of guys have teed off, but uh, Wise is two under through the front nine. I love it. I leader, love that right Leader now. is at four under. So Hey, that's looking good. So guys, it well, wait, didn't you have one more? Uh, I was going to take Matsuyama. Did you take him? I didn't end up taking him. Oh, he's thought, tied for second, minus three. So I I, I was kind of banking on that, and I was okay. kind of thinking he's going to fade towards the end okay, of the week. Okay, that's fair. But, yeah, uh, there you go. But yeah, I hopefully did, that does happen yeah, for you. Then. Hopefully that does happen, because <laughs> his price was too fucking good. Is it plus 130? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it just seemed too fucking good for him to finish top 10. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. Oh, he's yeah, gonna, I don't He's going to yeah. fade into the weekend, I think. It, I think the bright lights of the Vegas Strip are just going to get to old Hideki <laughs> just a little too much. The, Mr. Nice reserved Deki Matsuyama. The the lights are just gonna get to him a little bit. That's, Fair enough. That's what I'm thinking. Think he's gonna get a little uh, wild in the strip, maybe. <laughs> what the fuck I'm thinking, You had Sanjay M on your card as well. You see some boobs and you you get wild. <laughs> Who yeah, knows? Deki Matsuyama. <laughs> I don't know. You see some boobs like, on the Vegas Strip. Of all the players on the PGA Tour, the last person that I would expect to see partying it up on the Vegas Strip. It's probably Hideki Matsuyama. Well, if there's any place on the world where they got a set of boobs, 
things that would <laughs> totally change Hideki Matsuyama, it's the Las Vegas Strip. Oh, that's funny. So uh, who knows? You had Sungjae on, uh, on the card, correct? Uh, yes, I did. He is even through five. Okay, okay, not bad. He uh, he struggled a little bit with the irons uh, last week, but I think he pops back in. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I, I just liked it, though. Uh, yeah, nobody's really playing terrible, and I think, uh, yeah, I don't think Webb Simpson has started yet. Yeah, uh, also, too, Higby t- touchdown, uh, looking at that, who the hell knows, maybe it's a tight end game, you were saying a little something, something about that, uh, Thursday night football, just going through the rest of it, uh, Wilson, if he gets a bomb and a half to Lockett, one of those, you know, one of those is bound to happen. I was interested in Lockett's, uh, over longest reception, which, at the same time, I'd be interested in Wilson longest, uh, completion. 36 and a half yards, uh, for Wilson longest. Lockett was like 23 and a half or something like that. Something to think about, and then, uh, yeah, Lockett overall was 66 and a half on his receiving yards total, so... Not a whole bunch of value there, but uh, definitely something to look at. Um, Ooh, uh, mentioned them at the top of the show. Shout out again, just another year, Chicago at official, capital J-A-Y-C-H-I, official J-Shy on Twitter. Uh, They are all over our page right now, too. Um, My buddy Nick, uh, Redbird alumni roll birds roll birds uh we're both Redbirds, obviously if you didn't know um he invited me on to his show it is a chicago bears only show or pretty much chicago sports show right now obviously you're talking a boatload about the chicago bears but he also covers the bulls the Sox, the cubs the hawks everything in between had a blast and a half uh talking about uh, the bears with him yesterday a little bit more reserved on his show than I get on this show. Had to uh, watch the old oh, fuck bombs, you know, uh, watch the old shit cannons. And also hey, you had some long. silver linings within your Bears world that you didn't have to tell. Yeah. Like, if it was, I think if it was last week, I don't know how. I'd have lost my fucking shit. It <laughs> yeah, probably wouldn't so. have been good. And I'm glad that there were some silver linings. And right before we recorded came the Justin Fields yeah. news. So, you know. Some of my temperament got uh, eased, and I For and sure. I do believe that uh, my boy Justin does uh, tune into that from time to time, kind of see what the hell's going huh. on. So uh, okay. I gave a nice little shout oh, out. Yeah. So that'd be pretty fucking cool. <laughs> uh, all of that being said, uh, make sure you follow them. Make sure if you're a Bears fan or if you're a Chicago sports fan in general at all, make sure you subscribe to their channel. They're at Just Another Year Chicago. You can find them on YouTube or just check them out uh, on Twitter, and then you can. Uh, Go from there, but I uh, highly suggest it. Uh, good guy, him and his co-host Tony. A couple of good guys who uh, dropped down some solid content for us Chicago guys. You know how we do it. We love the Windy City content. We love the stuff. So we will continue to tune into them, and uh, you might see us back on their show. Maybe uh, we see Mr. White Sox go over there, hang out with them, and uh, maybe see him a couple times on our show. But nonetheless, check them out. A uh, couple final key closing remarks. Don't forget, set your timers. Five more days, including today. Lace up your skates. We're going back to the NHL ice, motherfuckers. I cannot wait. I've been checking it out. I have circled my calendar next Wednesday. I will be coming in full Blackhawks attire, so you better get ready for that nonsense to go oh, I'll down. I'll be right there with you, my man. Twelve days away, including today, we got the start of the NBA. Uh, NBA season, my friends, cannot wait for that as well. I love to cap it. My partner is a homer and a half for it, as well as cap it, and he is on the fucking moon for the Chicago Bulls right now. At least for, uh, you know, compared to what they've been. Not the same type of moon that I'm on for my Packers and White Sox. 33 short days. I totally understand where you're going. (laughs) 33 short days until the start of the college basketball season. Yes. Both of our favorite time of the year. You know, I kind of figured it out. I've been making brackets since I was in fourth grade. Right. And it transfers over so well 
to betting. Sure. And man, oh man, did we have some success last year. You sure did. I didn't even really know what the hell I was doing handicapping wise. Now I see numbers and I see trends and I have my own ratings that I'm continually building on and growing and trying to do this professionally. And the way I'm seeing it now, it blows my mind uh, from what I've done over the course of a year. I can't wait for college. Yeah, because I mean, Holy we've gotten shit. as far as money management for us has excelled so Ooh. far and also just not falling into stupid traps that we would yes, have sir. both fallen, fallen into, especially with college basketball last year. So, yes, sir. I can't wait, man. I can't, I can't wait, wait either. I love college basketball. I love it so much. Oh, hey, and I'll uh, and the fans. I I love college basketball atmospheres as much, if not more, than college football atmospheres. That's no knock on college football atmospheres. That's how much I love some of the bas- basketball atmosphere. I'd agree dude. with you, man. I'd agree with you. Uh, a couple other TTL announcements. Make sure you uh, sign up for our blogs. If you have not yet, go to TalkingTheLine.com. Uh, you can check it out on our blogs or on the homepage. Subscribe to the Cruise blogs. Put in your email there. Hit enter. You get our blogs right into your email inbox. As soon as we drop them, we will never send you spam. I don't know why the fuck I have to say that every time, but we will not send you spam. I repeat. Also, check out our mags, Extra Cheddar. We have friends. Yeah. Like, good literally. friends. That literally. Like, you're not going to spam us. Like, no. No. What Why? the fuck? Like, no. No. Yeah. That, what that, would we spam you what, what am I? What am I going to send to you? I, <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, but either way, there you go. Check out our mags, Extra Cheddar blog. Probably coming out early Sunday morning. Uh, for this week, his weekly prop bets for his beloved Green Bay Packers. Uh, outside of that, we'll have some NBA blogs coming. Mag's working on his NBA futures. I got a couple of NC. Double-A basketball conference series I'm working on in the background, so uh, pretty excited about that as well. Check out our other pod, Wise Words, episode number five, just released yesterday with Cam Rogers. He is the marketing director at the Believe Podcast Network, also a national betting and golf analyst and on-air host for a couple of his own shows. So definitely a guy uh, that has an immense amount of knowledge, uh, totally different angle than we've been able to go to yeah. before and got a loads of knowledge. That's why you saw me dishing out some college or uh, some golf picks there. I want to start kind of getting into that and being able to provide you guys some value yeah. there too, because a good four day sweat and then it all pays off. And oh, yeah. is just an absolute blast. Well, not to mention Cam gave us some very, very legitimate, good, legitimately fantastic tips. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I don't want to share them right now. Go watch the pod. Yeah, go watch. Yeah. Go watch it. Cause it played into my <laughs> picks and obviously yeah. you see how my guys are. Exactly. Doing. I know it's early, but I mean, he, he gave us some really good shit, yeah. and I've never looked at uh, golf betting the way that I do yeah. now. So it's pretty pretty freaking cool. Uh, go check it out. Not going to spoil it. Check out Cam Rogers' Wise Words, episode number five. While you're at it, hey, you might as well just check out all the other ones. You're going to learn something from every different perspective. I'm telling you some of the most electric names and some of the names that you are going to recognize right off the bat in Wise Words. Uh, actually recording episode number six. Yeah this afternoon and if you didn't recognize the name you are going to start following them after that interview guaranteed guaranteed last but certainly not least if you haven't already smash that subscribe button turn on the notification bell hit that like button if you could be so kind you know all the algorithms and all that nonsense uh hit that share button send it on over your friends your sisters your brothers your uncles your neighbors your cousins your enemies the guy who lives in the alley behind the local watering hole that you stop. Anybody. It doesn't matter. Hey, the TTL crew is for all. No judgment here. We love everybody. We'll go down a rabbit hole with just about anyone. First time better. Daily Degenerate. We want to sweat with you. Come cash some tickets. Can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you guys do. And uh, only helps us make this TTL rocket ship go bigger, faster, and stronger to the moon. That all being said, my friends, uh, if you can't remember at the bare minimum all of the things that I've told you to go visit, just check out TalkingTheLine.com. You'll find everything there, all of our uh, podcasts, all of our 
episodes, all of the clips, feature content, blogs, everything in between. We do it all. Uh, this is just not uh, the only thing we do here. We do a whole bunch, and we are continually growing every single day. So check it out, talkingtheline.com. Partner, anything I have missed, anything I have uh, failed to discuss? Uh, No, sir. I guess a minor little... Uh... A uh, little mini breaking news out of the hockey world. I uh, don't know the full story, and it's not even popping up on my screen, but it was something Carey along. Price. Yeah, Carey Price. Yeah, Carey Price looks like he's taking a leave of absence. Uh, Player assistance program. Yeah. A little weird. Yeah, one of my, so uh, hopefully, I uh, yeah, don't want to speculate, but hopefully he gets back uh, ASAP. One of my favorite uh, NHL players uh, since we've been following it in our uh, last decade or so. He's uh, one of the best goalies of all time, I would say. Thank you, sir. A couple quick, uh, yeah, I would definitely agree with you there too. A um, couple quick last closing thoughts, uh, updates here. Fantasy Life app, shout out, another free plug. Great fucking app. I got you finally turned on to that shit and it just absolutely. Finally, I would have been on, you got me onto it last year. No, oh, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> uh, either way, uh, Bucks Corner, Jamel Dean and Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni. Gio, Gio Giovanni Bernard. Bernard. Uh, running back. <laughs> Giovanni. <laughs> running back. Uh, both practicing today. JPP actually back to uh, sideline by that shoulder injury and something with his hand. He had a massive club cast on yeah. his hand today. Arm. Whole thing. Those suck, but they uh, are, at least from uh, the fan perspective, it does seem intimidating. Yeah. That is uh, Greg Allman on Twitter. At Greg Allman. A-U-M-A-N. Shout out, Greg. Appreciate Shout your out. insights. Uh, anything else? little bit of cowboys news nothing major it's just a little individual drills bullshit nothing you got to worry about at all outside of that uh akeem hicks khalil mack dave montgomery's all guys who didn't practice i believe akeem and khalil should be good outside of that looking pretty good oh fuck dalvin cook uh listed as not practicing uh oh that was yesterday so never mind we'll see what comes out he's probably gonna do that all year just not practice i think they give him that at that point in time little uh little veteran move who knows there you go there you have it all right We've kept you here for an hour. We gave you our picks, our insights analysis. We did a little uh, TTL after hours, talked about some additional value we like. We talked a little bit of our additional content you can check out. Went down a few rabbit holes. Now it's time to do the last and final thing. The one thing that no show in our industry, or at least I have not been able to find, does on their show. And something that I've always promised that I will uh, deliver to you guys time and time again, no matter the day, no matter the time, well, except Saturday and Sunday because we don't have a show. But every Monday through Friday to close the show, I promise to bring you my Motivation Minutes. Now, if you haven't been tuning in this week, you won't know that the message of the week has been authenticity. Um, And it just kind of continued to build upon itself, so I just decided to keep rocking and rolling with it. And uh, there's so many different rabbit holes that you can go down talking about authenticity, and I stumbled upon yet another one and uh, kind of building on what I talked about on Monday. Don't trade authenticity for acceptance. Got another quote for you. Got a couple questions for you, and I got a little perspective for you as per usual. The quote of the day, authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. Authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we actually are. So the first thing to kind of think about with that, and the first question I'll ask you, is what makes you tick? What is the burning desire, passion, inside of you 
what is that thing that you can't go a day not thinking about? That is you. That is your passion. That is who you are meant to be. And when you think about that thing, when you enact certain activities, let's say, that are in relation to that thing, how you act, how you feel, how you move, the energy you convey is the real version of you. Now, I could use all types of different examples, but maybe it's your job, maybe it's a relationship, maybe something along those lines, or maybe something all the way far out in left field. I don't know. You can apply this wherever you'd like, but when you're thinking about that, is the situation, the relationship, the job you're in, what makes you tick? Are you being authentic in that job, relationship, situation? Or are you holding on to what you think you're supposed to be because of whatever that specific circumstance told you you're supposed to be? So that segues me into my second question of the day. Who or what has told you that you need to do something? I put an emphasis on you because those who's are what's are not you. And if you enact something that someone else has told you to do, that's not being authentic either. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to get advice from others, to gather opinions, but at the end of the day, you know what I think about opinions. We won't go down that rabbit hole, but... That all being said, you can gather all that info, gather all that knowledge, but at the end of the day, it has to be who you are and what your decision is. So are you holding on to what someone expects you to do and what you're supposed to do or what society has told you you have to do? Are you holding on to that instead of just going for what you know is right for you? And that segues me into my final question. And this is the most important one. And I just briefly touched on it right there at the end is, what has society told you that you are supposed to be? And I think that's the biggest crack of shit of some of the things that we've gotten cooked up in society. And I won't get deep into that because that's neither here nor there. And you know me, I shoot down the middle. I don't give a fuck about any of that stuff anyway. But... It's so crazy how many people live their lives based off of what society has told them they need to be or need to act. And that's not being authentic either. So are you holding on to the things that society is telling you need to be important in order to fit in with them? Or are you holding on to things that are important to you, your faith, your family, your relationships, chasing after your dreams and passions? Are you just comfortable holding on to what everybody else is doing and sticking with the crowd? So I hope these kind of got your gears turning a little bit. I always like to hit a little harder on Thursday. You know, it's one of the last days of the week that uh, doesn't really have the hope of, uh, or the last day of the week that doesn't really have a beginning for lack of a better term, you know, there's nothing Monday, all oh, start of the week, Tuesday, oh, we almost got Wednesday, it's hump day, and now Thursday, it's just this bleak day, so give you a little bit of sunshine in that bleak day, a little opportunity to kind of spin down some rabbit holes and think about things from a different perspective, so 
Continue to be authentic today, my friends. Stop holding on to what other people have told you that you need to be or stop holding on to certain situations or things that you don't need to be in and stop worrying about what society is telling you that you need to be. Worry about what makes you tick, what is important to you, and watch everything else fall into place. It's absolutely wild when you make that choice. And honestly, it all starts with authenticity. So today, remember, authenticity is the daily practice of letting go who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we actually are. And that does it for my Motivation Minutes of the day. I love it, my man. I love it, love it, love it. I mean, as far as, uh, you know, yeah, people just telling you exactly what you need to do, I, I've gotten to a point that unless unless it's actually, actually like something I also am thinking that I should be doing, sometimes maybe this isn't healthy behavior, but sometimes it pisses me off to the point where I do the exact opposite in spite. <laughs> and I'm not talking like major things, but like, it's like, oh, you need to go and do this tomorrow. It's like, the fuck I don't. Yeah, and, and necessarily it's yeah. It's, it's, and I, I don't I have a specific example, so I don't think yeah. it's like an unhealthy stuff where I'm putting myself in danger or anything. I think you know what I'm trying but to yeah, say. Yeah, it's it's kind of having that mindset though that any you know I say it all the time. Fuck them. Like if there's if there's some fuck them. And I think what whatever. I'm trying to say is more so like treating me like I'm not my own person or an adult, and it's like oh, I'm not. I'm not only am I not going to do that. I'm going to do the opposite. So you he, can't tell me what to do. You see this guy doing it all the time too, and it's one of my favorite sayings. I've got him onto it. Give them the blades, hmm. man. Give them the fucking blades. That means fuck them. And uh, without <laughs> saying fuck them, fuck them <laughs> you know, and just let everybody have it. it you, you know, it doesn't matter what anybody, it's your life, my friend. Mm -hmm. It is your life and you can choose to be authentic in it. So there you go. There you have it. Officially does it. My motivation minutes. All right. Anything else late breaking? No, sir. No, Doesn't sir. Doesn't look like it. Uh, Antonio Gibson ready to uh, hopefully rock and roll, participating in position drills today. All that being said, kept you here long enough. Had enough fun. We've gone longer than we needed to, but, hey, we always have a blast. We love to do it. Thank you guys for stopping by. Let's send you on out of here the only way we know how. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Far and wide for myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 141 of the Talking the Line podcast. Get you some picks. Was going to say locks, but nothing in this industry is a lock. We are quickly learning more and more day by day as if we didn't already know that. Insights, analysis, laughs, rabbit holes, a little bit of motivation, everything in between. You now know, if you didn't know before, the TTL pod is like no other show out there. Thank you so much for allowing us to continue to make the TTL pod what it is and for allowing us to take up some of your hard-earned energy and time. You spending it with us, we cannot tell you how much from the bottom of our hearts. We appreciate the hell out of you for that. I don't know why you guys spend all of the time, but hey, thank you so much, and we will keep doing this for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Last but certainly not least... As always, my friends, to put the proverbial cherry on top of the TTL Pod Sunday, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday, unless you have any other plans. And as always, my friends, let's cash some tickets. Soxtober is upon us. Bear down.